G'day guys, g'day ladies, welcome to another Guitar Wing Podcast. I am your host, Troy McCubbin, and I am coming to you from Prohibition Studios in North Hollywood, California, and it's late for this 55 episode. Usually I have um, the Guitar Wing episodes out on a Monday afternoon, and today I just got swamped with work, really, really busy working on a movie trailer music for a movie trailer called kong so that kind of kept me completely swamped all day so it's been a long day so my energy level was low uh as you can tell but uh we'll soldier on thank you so much for joining us i hope wherever you are in the world uh yeah hope you you're doing good hope life is good hope you're safe hope your family's safe everyone's doing well Hope you got to play some guitar today. I didn't get to... Oh, no, I did. I got to play some guitar today. Actually, I had had a little bit of fun today. I got to record some guitars for this trailer thing for Kong. And um, I uh, set up my 63 Vibe Reverb and uh, threw a couple of mics in front of it, picked up the Gretsch and just kind of cranked it and instant awesome tone. Like, just, yeah. That's that's really good tone. It's so funny. Sometimes you just throw shit up and you're like, oh my God, that's really good tone. And other times when you've got way more time to deal with shit and, and think everything, you set it all up, you dial it all in and you're like, eh, it's not working. But today it was it was a no-brainer. I was like, really, how can I go wrong? I got 63 Fender Vibe Reverb and a Gretsch and straight in and just crank it couple of mics i got a 57 and a, a beautiful ribbon mic from um aea ribbon mics they're in pasadena and um it just sounded fantastic really really cool so um that was cool that was a good day so i got to play a little bit of guitar not as much as i wanted to um and speaking of microphones and that ribbon microphone aea have become a official guitar wank sponsor so we would like to welcome them on board these guys if you don't know aea have so much trouble saying that a every time i say a in america americans hear it as i i don't know why but they do a aea aea anyway aea ribbon microphones they're awesome. Check them out. Really badass. Um, Wes, I believe he started, I might get this wrong, but I believe he started back in the day working on RCA ribbon microphones, repairing them. And um, then he just decided to start making his own. And he's been doing it ever since. I think maybe the 70s. It's been around a long time. But they make killer ribbon microphones. And if you haven't purchased or you haven't used a ribbon microphone, you should check it out. And the great thing about their microphones is um, they have a bunch that, uh, what's the word I want, uh, you know, powered. So, because usually if you have a ribbon microphone and you hit that powered microphone, what's the word? I can't think of the friggin' word. I know you guys are all thinking of it and I can't think of it. But anyway... You know, you you hit that, you would blow the ribbon in a microphone and you'd be out thousands of dollars or whatever your ribbon microphone, you blow the, the ribbon, which really sucks. So 
the great thing about some of their mics, I've got one of their microphones, the N22, which is kind of an all-round great microphone of theirs, one of their newer ones. It's, uh, you can power it. It's great. You know, I think you have to have it powered. But anyway, it's, uh, it's an amazing microphone. Sounds great on vocals and acoustics and pretty much everything. It's just a great all-round microphone. But they make a bunch of them. Check them out. They, their history of the company and that is all really interesting. But the, if I borrowed one of their microphones before I bought one a while ago and put it in front of my Fender. And it just straight away, I was like, oh, that's, that's the tone. That's what I've been hearing. And it just sounded fantastic. So uh, I love this company and they've been really, really good to me. And I'm actually talking through their top of the line A440 microphone. It is a beast. I mean, this thing is beautiful and it suits my studio so well, except for the price tag. It's like five and a half thousand dollars or something. It's over five grand for this microphone, but it's fantastic it just kicks ass and with an amazing singer on it it's it's really hard to beat so um it's it's a piece of furniture this thing i'm looking at it it's like those big old frank sinatra dean martin microphones you know the big ones or the chrome and you know it's it's a it's a badass microphone what can i say really cool and that and they make great mic pre's uh yeah if you're looking for something different and um really good tone check out their microphones really fantastic tell them guitar wank sent you and they'll look after you guys but um aea ribbonmicrophones.com i think it is or it's just ribbonmicrophones.com from pasadena california and they're awesome i want to buy more of them but i can't afford them right now but uh eventually i'll have this beautiful beast that's before me right now uh it's a monster. It weighs a ton. It's just all quality. It's just, it looks like it belongs on an old car or it's an incredible microphone. It's really cool. So there you go. So that's our new sponsor, AEA. You guys are going to have to get used to me saying AEA, mate. AEA ribbon microphones, mate. They're bloody great. They're a great microphone. So there you go. So we had our show Saturday night at Prohibition Studios with Danielle D'Andrea and Bruce Foreman uh, performing. Uh, the, Bruce did his red guitar, the red guitar. Incredible show. The man is a monster. And um, yeah, you, if you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. It's a really killer show. And we're going to try and get some video up on uh, the internets so you guys can check it out. But just to see what Bruce does through this show. I mean, the guy's shredding over all this stuff and then he's talking and telling jokes and storyline and all that at the same time. Kind of makes you a little sick. You're like, how the hell is he doing that? But uh, it's really great. It's a great show and he kills it. It's funny. It's entertaining. And the playing is it's world class. It's Bruce Foreman. It's fantastic. So keep an eye out for that. The Red Guitar, if you get a chance to see it, do yourself a favor, go see it. It's badass. And Danielle D'Andrea, I mean, the girl's got golden pipes. She's amazing. And on this microphone, this A440 AEA microphone, ribbon microphone that I have, I borrowed, wish I had, um, a match made in heaven. She's got that old, you know, 1930s, 40s, Dorothy Day kind of, She's around there. 
she does that really, really well. And on this microphone, it just amazing, amazing stuff. So it was a fantastic show. We had a sold out show. It was full and uh, we just a fantastic night. So thank you everyone who came to that show. We're going to be doing a lot more and having more artists in Prohibition Studios. If you are interested in in uh, maybe performing and doing a night at Prohibition Studios, we you know we film it, we record it, and uh, we're getting a website together, and we're going to put these videos and stuff up on the internets, and you can see them and all that kind of stuff. So that's ha- happening there. What else is happening? Uh, we went to Nam. We did that last week. That was all fun. I saw a bunch of gear I wanted to buy. It never stops, does it? And then like today, I plugged a guitar i did a bruce foreman i plugged a guitar a gretch into a vibe reverb 63 and just cranked it and it was like i don't need anything else there it is right there badass tone (laughs) and other days that doesn't happen i don't understand being a guitarist it's an annoying job sometimes it's not really a job i guess so, uh, all right, where are we at? It's my mum's birthday today. I've got to say a massive happy birthday to my mum. I love you, mum. Judy McCubbin, thank you so much for looking after me and bringing me up so well. <laughs> uh, congrats, mum. I love you. I wish I was there with you. Uh, my mum listens. I think she's the only female. Actually, we did see Jennifer Batten at NAM, and I got to say a quick hello to Jennifer Batten. She's a lovely lady just plays her ass off she's so good she had all these pedals and stuff going on and doing a demonstration we had a quick chat to her we'd love to have you on jennifer i want to get you on the couch well that sounded wrong didn't it (laughs) it's the end of the night i don't i'm not doing this intro again uh yes jennifer we'd love to get you on the couch and have a chat it'd be lovely to have you here uh scott raves about you quite often but uh, you're so talented and you're such a, a great, fun lady. It would be really cool to have you on the show. So if you're listening, come come and join us. It would be really cool. But it was a real pleasure to quickly say hello to you. And I think we swapped guitar picks. Or I gave you one. You didn't give me none. I can't remember. So that was fun. Uh, we, I, we talked about Nam last week. We don't need to go over that again. So this week... We are going to continue again with Scott Kinsey. Scott, you're getting a lot of uh, Guitar Wank Airways at the moment, basically because we haven't been able to get together of late. But we are getting together tomorrow night, thank God. But uh, 2017 has started off with all of us all over the map, and it's been hard to get everyone together. So tomorrow night we are getting together for the first time. So next week's show will be a brand new show. Woohoo! Uh, so that'll be good. I'm looking forward to seeing Scott and Bruce catching up with the guys. Uh, what else is, I'm trying to think what else I had to mention. The questions have been fantastic. we got a lot of it. We had a ripper question the other day. Kind of ripped into Scott and Bruce a little bit, which <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it to them and seeing what kind of feedback we get back, uh, from them. So... Oh man, I'm delirious at this point. I'm too tired. It's been a long, long day and yeah, I should just shut up and get the show going, which I will do right now. Okay. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Without further delay, 
Oh man, I want to do this again, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to let it run because I know how many times I, I redo the intros and you guys, you guys can't tell. You probably don't care. You probably fast forward it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, big shout out to Mr. Michael Landau. Uh, I hope you're still listening, mate, but you're another one that we want on the couch. Come and visit us, mate. Come and have a beer. That'd be really cool to sit down with Landau and have a beer. What a player. Whew. Monster tone. Such a, an amazing player. So, Michael, come and have a beer with us. Uh, I believe Benson was at NAMM too. Someone was telling me Benson was walking around. If I had seen him, I would have said, Guitar wank, Benson. Come on. They're my peeps this year that I want to get on the show. And I've you guys have been requesting more guests. I'm pushing it. God, it's just hard to organize these people. And we're not mobile, so i got to get them in the studio. And sometimes it's, it just doesn't work out with all everyone's busy schedule. But we will soldier on and keep going. We'd like to thank all our sponsors. You know who you are. Wireworld Pro Audio Cables. Guys, thank you so much, all that you do. And they come out with a new uh, eight-channel snake. That's what they come out with. So if you need one, go check out Wireworld Pro Audio Cable. The guys are really badass. David and Larry, they do an amazing job in just building badass cables. Uh, who else? We've got Exotic, Sir, Sir Amps. I just like that gear. So the Jim Kelly. Have you guys tried the Jim Kelly amp? That was a good sounding amp. And I try, tried the Bella, the Bella, the Sir Bella amp. Whew. It just sounded like a really amazing old Fender, which I've already got. So I don't need one of them. But, geez, it sounded good. The Jim Kelly blew me away. That was a great amp. Uh, they got some really cool stuff. Exotic pedals. They've got great pedals. Buy, keep buying pedals. That's all we do. I'm sick of it. I'm selling gear. I'm trying to get rid of it. So much shit. <laughs> you guys are like, Troy, you should never do a guitar wank intro late on a Monday night ever again. Please don't do it. Okay. All right, big shout out to Mr. Brett Garsed because I can. And uh, I bet you you're glad you're in Australia and not in America right now. The crazy shit going on here. To all the refugees. <laughs> Don't go there in my cupboard. I won't. Anyway, you are welcome anytime in my house. So, Okay, on with the show. Shut up, my cupboard. You're rambling, as I've been told. Okay, Mr. Scotty Henderson and Bruce Foreman. You gotta. We, I, one thing I gotta say. We gotta stop. I'm trying to stop them from repeating themselves. If you're a long-time listener, you know what I mean. So I'm trying to introduce new things, and it's it's like trick, trying to teach old dogs new tricks. <laughs> I don't think Scott and Bruce even listen anymore, so I can pretty much say what I want, right? So anyway, so keep the questions coming. Keep the questions, the emails, guitarwank at gmail.com. I want more questions. I want you guys to help me push these guys into new realms of guitar wankery. And uh, we're going to get new guests and new people on the show. I just want to get more people on the couch to just push us in new directions and open up new minds and thoughts and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So with your questions, and I know I had a good one the other day that I'm excited to read to them because it's either going to really piss them off or rev them up. But uh, that's, they're really great. So keep those questions coming. You can check us out on the web, on iTunes, Guitar Wank, Stitcher, Guitar Wank. Oh, I've got to say a massive thanks to Peter, 
who is uh, living in London, and he's designed an app for all you Android users out there. You'll have your very own Guitar Wank app. I don't even know how it works. I assume you have an Android, you download the app, and you get all the Guitar Wank episodes directly through the app. I guess it's better. I don't know because I'm an iPhone iPhone guy. Um, so that's fantastic. So big thanks to Peter. We'll, we will get that out soon. I think it's nearly done or it's done. We'll find out. And also we have a guy doing our website, new website, Eric. Thank you so much, mate. I'm excited to see what you come up with. <laughs> this could be really good or really bad. But massive thanks to Eric, mate. Uh, just the fact that you guys are just being so supportive and offering your services, really huge thanks. John Pyle, thank you so much, mate, for reaching out. I know I haven't emailed you back yet about the website, but John reached out and asked if we still need someone to work on the website. And I'm not going to say no just yet, John. Maybe we do, because I haven't seen Eric's work yet. So Eric might be completely crap. And I'll be calling, or not calling, I'll be emailing you, John, and going, John, please do us a website. Or Eric might be amazing, and I'll be hiring Eric for other websites. Who knows? We'll find out soon enough. But a new website, a new app for Guitar Wank, that's a good way to start the year, hopefully. Uh, so thanks to those guys. Thanks to everyone else. Thank you for listening. And I've jibber jabbered way too much tonight. Don't write me. I won't do this every week. Okay, I won't ramble every week. It's just late. It's a long day and I feel like talking a little bit more than usual. Uh, Scotty Foreman. (laughs) Scott Foreman and Bruce Henderson. What have we got in store for the people this week? Oh, God. I I haven't even been drinking. I need a drink. All right. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later. So, Kinsey, let me ask you this. Now, what strings do you use? Yeah. When, <laughs> I like when, Diodario. Obviously, being a <laughs> synthesizer God, player. You know, hmm? and this is an honest question, and it, it and I don't mean any offense by it, but being being a synthesizer player, <laughs> he thought that was funny already. Is there a speaker in there? Is it being? <laughs> don't yeah. answer. Yeah, no comment. So being a synthesizer player, and I know that you spent a lot of time at home tweaking your your tones and tweaking sounds and making loops and making lots of like different textures coming from your from the loops and all that kind of stuff. Right, and then I hear tunes on your record, and I go, "There's not any harmony in this tune, you know." So, so there's not anything to keep me interested harmonically, but I don't care because I like vamps just as much as you. You know, I love one chord vamps when they're done right. Right. You know, and and I hear on your record, I hear these one chord vamps. And all these little things are coming in and out and they're texturally really amazing like one thing sort of tells a story that leads into another thing that tells another story which leads into another thing and it's all really well done i mean i really like it it's all it's it's you know we did the same thing in tribal tech with asking me a question and yeah and those kind of things where we're 
amazing things happen in a, such a great sequence and in such a story mm -hmm. storytelling sequence that it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. My problem with it is that when you take it out live, you lose the ability to arrange it and make it sound as good as it does on the record. You're dealing with a bunch of guys who may play over each other, step on each other's dicks, make make it, mm -hmm. play the wrong style for the tune. You know, mm -hmm. you've been there a million times with mm -hmm. some of the drummers you've worked with mm -hmm. who totally don't get it, right. who totally miss the whole concept of the groove and they play something that I know right. you don't like. Right. Right. And you're out there in the world because I was out there with you mm -hmm. and you're out there and you're looking to an audience and they're just kind of looking at it and going okay uh, not much of a melody going I don't hear the Beatles here I can't really relate to it in the kind of way I hear a Beatles tune I can't relate it into the way I hear a standard uh, mm -hmm. There's because there's no harmony going on. Mm -hmm. I can't even relate it to the record because it's not organized as nicely mm -hmm. as the record. I just hear a bunch of guys jamming. Why should I pay ten dollars to see that? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever feel like? Do you ever get the, the sensibility that what you're doing on a record, as far as a one chord vamp, might not translate to a live gig? Yeah. Can I just yeah, stop I for think a real quick second? I think that's possible. That was the longest question ever. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just okay. you, an explanation. Because I like went to the bathroom. And I know. Then I got, <laughs> and then I went to the taco truck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then I took a nap. I thought you were going to go. came back. No, the reason I... No, I'm sorry. Could the you, reason I... The debates are tomorrow. Did you mean right? Could you repeat the question? Oh, yeah. No, the reason I asked it, because there's a lot of people that don't... please answer the question. There's people that might not know the detail of what's going on. Oh, I agree. I agree. I just wanted to... Yeah. God, I mean, you know, it's it's oh, actually God. it just Hello. depends. You know, sometimes there's enough of a sometimes, you know, just playing in the moment with people it works out. You know, you have a little melody, you have a little basis of things that you can do and it still works out because sure. you're improvising together pretty well or whatever. That can work out. If it if it's really based on all those little details and little things that are happening on the record then maybe that's just a tune that i don't try or i don't do it mm -hmm. or i'll try it and it doesn't really work out so i don't mm -hmm. do it again or i mean i don't know it's it's who knows um i find that you know you think sometimes well how can how can you do this song live or whatever and it just it ends up working out because you don't miss you're not hearing them you're not expecting them you, you what you're getting is okay Mm -hmm. What you're already getting there is enough, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, if Tav is playing and he's, you know, like I say, so dimensional, but he's different. But Tav is different, you know. And that's the thing; I don't always have that. I'm, I, I don't always have. I that. don't mean but, to be insulting. But, no, but no. But what listen, if you don't have a guy that's a Tav alone? I mean, I, well, that's that sucks. Then, uh, then yeah. I can't really. Then it right. doesn't really quite. Because to me, like. I mean, the, I need the right people, but so yeah. do you. Everybody no, does. No, everybody does. Everybody. I mean, needs and the right and like people. you know, I just played. I just played with Matthew and Novak and uh -huh. Arto, and Arto gives me a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, hey man, whenever there's even the slightest, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, what hesitation? I'm just gonna present a different, a different thing, and and I'm not suggesting. Of course, we all want to have the moments yeah. all all the time. Sure, the yeah. moment every second. But you don't go to war with the army you want. You go to war with the army you got. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. And we're jazz musicians, for God fucking sake. Right. We have to. And like whatever we, we got, make it work. we make it work. And yeah. we're, we're best you we, can. And we do. We do. And we, more than the best you can, you give your fucking blood to make that moment 
special but in Bruce, its way. Yeah. You're talking about a global concept. What I'm talking about here is different because changes play themselves. Changes music is fucking easy compared to this shit. Changes no, music is so fucking no easy compared okay. to this shit no, that it's I, I, like I'm not going to go yeah. I'm not going to go there it, because it, it, guys will puke all over changes and not be able to make changes just no. as much as a guy could sit and wank on a fucking one chord vamp no, 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 no. and make something magical yeah. out of what it. What I'm saying you is, know, that, come is that come on that's, that that's player, not a fair thing. Uh, no, to I say. think it is fair. A good player can take a set of changes. A good player. I'm not saying just anybody. I'm saying a good musician can take a tune where the changes are already there. He doesn't have to make up stuff out of thin air. He doesn't have to make up entirely new concepts. He can play those changes and play a nice solo and everybody will be happy. You take a, you take a one chord vamp, you gotta be more than that. You've gotta somehow make this one chord vamp different than the next one chord vamp and the next one chord vamp and the next one well, it depends chord on how many one chord vamps you're playing and, and then I'm putting you the same thing with the changes those guys no. are going to fucking puke the same but, but puke you know over what, <laughs> those guys those guys never play just the changes there's always little moments of one chord ness in those tunes and there's always a landing place where it harmonically sits for a while we're talking about music where there is no harmony period but, it's but just my, my one point, thing. Still, How do you re remain inventive? It's, on it one comes point. down to the same thing, which is our guys committed to making the moment into something happening. You know, I mean, taking the responsibility, get a sound, feel the beat. And make something happen. Yeah. That those three well, things yeah, are what happens yeah. regardless of whether you got fucking the chords like giant steps mm -hmm. or you got a one chord vamp. There's nothing different there. I agree. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. I, I just think no, I, I think that I think that that you're right in a global way. You're right in a global way. I agree with everything you said in one dimension. In another dimension, no, I don't, because I've been in both places and I can tell you what's fucking harder. I've been both places. I've played changes all my whole for me many years, just like you do. You know, I have so much more of a difficult time playing a whole night of one chord vamps with no changes than I have playing. I can play a giant steps a hundred times in my sleep and have an easier time playing one chord vamps one after another. That's fucking hard. I'm just telling you, it's harder. Okay, I don't know but, if you've but, done but that, I'm that suggest, much. But I'm suggesting yeah. to you that maybe it's your mindset that makes it harder, no, and not no, the fact man. that it is. My mindset is I, I have done my best to color my sound differently in every song. So you to, you don't you don't think to, that I could find another guy to sit in that chair that would tell me the exact opposite? I thing. think no. I don't think there's too many guys who would who wouldn't agree with me. I think there's. I think oh, there's. I think I think I, think I could uh, find fifty percent or. Well, maybe fifty percent, but you'll find a lot of guys that agree with me that it's a lot harder to play. And one I would be vamps. one of them. Yeah, I know. Okay, you I told me that but I'm just not saying. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. that fifty percent. I'm wondering is why you're telling me this because he told me the in the car the other day. No, but I, would, I would hate to play a one night. I don't know. I thought it would be no, no good. And, at I've it. Done, and I've done it. And I've done it. <laughs> yeah. and, but you see, the way I think is. But when yeah. I do that, so in other words, what you're saying is different than the really what you feel. <laughs> no, no, no. My you never, reality. You never do that? My reality. You never do that all the time. No, no, no. My reality versus the global reality. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I, right. I can dig that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
now, now, I, when I approach a one chord gig or even a blues gig, mm-hmm. like I, I do occasional gigs where I know I'm going to be playing blues all night long with blues guys, my goal there is never about what I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. It's about how I'm going to approach each different solo. Yeah. I'm going to go at this one from this place. I'm going to go at this one from this place because I know that I'm basically going over the same landscape always, whether it's one chord or three chords. Right. You know, I'm going at this thing, so I've covered this. Now I'm going to throw myself into this pool and start there and see where it's going to go from there. I mean, I, I purposely do that because I know that the harmonic landscape and, the, mel- and the melodic landscape doesn't give me a whole lot to work with. Mm-hmm. So I need to force myself to go to another place in order to feel fulfilled at the end of the night. But basically, it's my job to get a sound, feel the beat, and make something happen. Well, let me tell you, as a person that's done that about a thousand times, I've never had fun and never felt good about it. Okay, and I I don't... Are you serious? Never? Never. Never Never once. I can tell you that I've had some success. Yeah, never once. In my life. I always felt like I was pretty much able to uh, give everything I have creatively, but it just wasn't enough. That's what I feel like. And when I go see Tav play, I don't feel that way. Because for number one, he has a way hipper harmonic vocabulary over one static groove than I do, or that just about anyone I know does. I mean, I don't know anyone, and I can't think of anyone, and that includes all the great saxophone players of our time, including all the guys that are hot right now, like Chris Potter and Mark Turner and all those fucking guys, Seamus Blake and all those guys. Tav has it all over them, all over every one of them. He's the only saxophone player that I know that can remain 100% unbelievably interesting for a whole night of one-chord vamps. I just don't think, I don't know where he gets that vocabulary from, but I've never heard anybody else that has it. Uh, you don't have any. I'd like, I'd like to have him I mean, here have you heard to any, tell have, his have truth. Have you heard anybody that you feel is as interesting as Tav no. over one chord? No, Tav, Tav no. definitely has Tav is it. Right. And you've been lucky well, to have them. Well, and I'm, you know, they're guys, I mean, Seamus is great. They're all great. All those saxophone players I just mentioned are awesome players. I mean, if you want to go back, Miles was kind of great. Miles was really great, too. But I'm just saying. Coming from a harmonic place, Tav can go to more harmonic areas and, right. and keep you locked in right. with complete. Because total some interest. of it is so strange. Like you know, again, yeah, you're saying C major seven, but he's playing a C sharp or whatever. I mean, and, and, and it a, makes it, it feels like it makes he sense. He has a thing that that I haven't heard in any other player. Now, that, how, that, that share who who this Steve is. Steve Tavoloni. Right. Okay. Steve saxophone, saxophone player, Ewe player. Who Scott has had in his band. I mean, for a long time, and he plays lines that are just out of this galaxy. Wow. And he has concepts that are just beyond. I mean, just yeah. beyond what most saxophone players... And even if it's on the horn or on the iwi, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Well, play, again, yeah. again, yeah. you know, yeah. not, he has that. But does it not come from get a sound... Of course it Feel does. Feel the beat. Yeah. Make something happen. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that I was never able to 
I, I could get a sound, you know. I got a million pedals. I can use Octavia for this song. I can, I can use my chorus pedal for this song. Yeah, I can right. use my okay. fun space I, yeah, for this song. Which is yeah. kind of what you, you know? did. You Which is what I did. I did a completely different sound on every solo I took, you know. Uh, and, and my sound was varied. And I have to say that I also... I would think like you were thinking. I would go, okay, on this one, I'm going to approach this one more from a really out pentatonic kind of way. Or from a contrapuntal kind of place. Yeah. Or just from or, a Thelonious Monk kind of place. Lots or of different a, places. a changes kind of place. Or a, I'm going to like, like melodic motif development kind of place. Okay. Or a rhythmic development kind of place. Yeah, I mean, there's a million different ways yeah, and yes, I mean, you can but do But I can it, just right? tell and you. And once you start that then, you, of course, you don't think about it ever again. No. But, it just becomes but, the initial genesis of the voyage. But I can tell you from a guy that's done it a lot of times in front, in front of many, many audiences with Scott, you know, that I never felt like it gelled. It never felt like, I never felt like, whereas he's got this one tune called Cocktail. Instead of being an E, it goes from E minor to G minor. No. Just... Oh, it doesn't? <laughs> that was no. your problem. See, that, that's actually your problem well, right what, there. What is, how's it go? No, it's just, it's just E like sharp nine, right, to B flat minor. Sorry. Okay. Well, G, B and G, are, B thing. flat and G I are mean, very close. jazz, right? Well, sure, if you, if you play C and D over B flat minor, that's cool. Okay, so anyway, those two changes were sort of like the the highlight of the night for me because I knew that I could make those changes interesting more interesting because I could actually play motifs and things that you know that led that switched back into those two keys so it made that solo the most enjoyable for me of the night um, because it was easier I guess it was easier to play a good solo on those two chords than it was on one <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, again, 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 son of a. But still, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go all yeah. California hippie esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I two chords, both. one chord, fifty chords. Eh. Ain't about well, you know, to ain't, some... no, ain't it about telling a story? It is. That's right. Okay. That's right. So, but I just guess I'm not a good storyteller. No, well, maybe maybe you're too busy paying attention to the wrong elements. In the, I mean, if, if I felt that way about my playing, the question I would ask is, am I missing the point here? Mm, I would say no, because well, because I have so much experience doing it, way I more know, than probably the still, still, But Scott, still, do you but think that's, that's the thing yeah. that I and that's the thing that I'm always the most leery of. Mm -hmm. Is like all the shit I've done is usually the impediment to me finding the best new shit. Can be, it can be because you're locked in. Yeah, right. Because yeah, because you're all this in. experience has told me this works, this works, this works, this, works, this, works, this, works, this, works, this doesn't work, and yeah, like. And that's always the worst thing to rely on because well, I'm looking to go beyond. Can, I'm not can, looking to just but, re but discover you're sort of like, old you're things. You're sort of like treating me like a student here. No, like no, I don't I'm not. know that I'm just, I don't uh, know this no, stuff you're saying. I am merely and, being. He <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> I'm just merely like blowing shit out my ass here. No, okay. But I'm saying as a person that's really highly experienced in playing one chord bands. Ooh, look at me. It's Ooh. fucking hard. It's really hard. To 
Not so I've much. Uh, no, so so I think, my, I, just, anyway, I think I just wet my pants. Yeah. On that one. So my question, but back to my question is like when you end up in those in those those, those moments where question. you know it's not working, and you know that okay, this guy is not playing the groove you wanted. This guy oh, yeah, is well. not able to to play a good solo <clears throat> over one chord vamp consistently throughout the night. And you have, I've heard you say it many times, the night was a dud. I've heard you say it too many times to count. <laughs> Tonight was a dud. I've heard you say that. Right. Right. So you know as well as I know that those gigs are more hit or miss yeah. than the gigs when you're playing tunes. Right. But I think it's worth it. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you have one of those things you could never could have got to if you didn't try. Right. And I think, I mean, we know that from, from we tribal. know that from tribal tech. Experience, I mean, and it's just that's. Yeah. I feel like the you know, and some, some people say like it's can be sometimes about the process and not necessarily that it's always great. If you really want it always great, then you play arrange, arrange the shit right. out of arrange it. Be snarky puppy. Look, right. at, that's the new arrangement band that's out right. there. Like they're right. arranging the shit out of every song mm -hmm. and it's and it's going to be great every time and the audience is always going to like it's it like every Porto. time mm -hmm. you know what's going to happen at these <laughs> no really i mean it's going to build up and you got to come shot that's what i mean that's oh my god seriously like, yeah oh i never knew that i'm gonna have to start watching porn wow uh i mean now it's I, like now it's, i can see why people like it uh, yeah, yeah no it, it no but i mean when music gets that well defined and arranged yeah. and well conceived and played it it starts to find itself in that sort of narrative arc that you depend on mm -hmm. i mean and there's no surprises but you me, guys are me, talking black and white and there's a million miles of gray area oh my god you're just but, saying but, that, but that right that, now. that's right, where right, we right. all really live right right and and those totally. of us who accept that and make the most of it get a sound feel the time and make something happen mm -hmm. and live in the moment that's what jazz really is. Mm -hmm, and if, right. you, if you listen to what Wayne Shorter says when he describes what jazz is, when you listen to Miles Davis, when you listen to John Coltrane and Charlie Parker and Herbie Hancock and all mm -hmm. these guys, if you listen to their philosophy about what the music represents to mm -hmm. the world, that's it to me. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I, yes. nobody's disagreeing with that. Oh, well, shit, somebody should. No, no, no nobody's, <laughs> nobody's disagreeing with that. What I, my, my main point is that when, you, when you're playing, you know, one chord vamps all night, right. you're trying to be as inventive as you possibly the can. The practical side, side of, of it. Yeah. So when, you're trying to, when you're trying to be inventive as you possibly can and creative as you possibly can through a whole night of one chord vamps, and you realize, you know, you know that some nights it, it's magic. Yeah. It just, you, some nights it all falls together and it's just beautiful. And then other nights feels like a dud. Yeah. And but looking at it from a, a commercial things, uh... and a career standpoint, mm. this is kind of what I'm getting to. I really should have said this in the first. Oh, place. Oh, we're talking business. Yeah. We're talking business now. Oh, okay. Like when you no, take a road I'm out, not when it, because, because you know. <laughs> I've seen Bruce's band, and you will you will understand. You understand see, why he you, makes no money. No, yeah, <laughs> it's not business. No, when you see Bruce's band, it's kind of to me, and it's and I'm trying to blow smoke up your ass because I've told you this before. But Bruce's band is kind of like to me a perfect blend of composition and arrangements with really open improvisation. It's a good blend. And that's what he's trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do with my band, too. And that's Have what I'm trying to do. Right? Of, yeah, but you're failing miserably. Oh, son of a... <laughs> 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 uh, 
honesty. What are, what are you trying to do? I'm, I'm just, just trying, I'm just trying to make money off a podcast. Yeah, trying to get us to shut up. Where's the sex, drugs, and rock and roll? You guys are getting all the fucking I jazzy on me. I don't I understand did this. Porno. I did. He did. He was talking porn a while yeah, ago. No, oh, I want to get to this. I'm trying to say, Kinsey, how do you fucking plan on making any money with this shit you're playing? <laughs> he's already got enough money. He's got Look at the way he's dressed. Yeah, I'm wearing Calvin Klein. Yeah. For God's sake. He's wearing what a hat, are you damn wearing? it. I got a hat. Hat. I, I got a, holes in me, my This, this hat shit. costs more than your oh, whole house. Our, 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 our moderator's ooh, taking ooh, over. Ooh, ooh. Let All me right, ask let some questions for Kinsey. We have a guest. I want to hear what you want. Kinsey, how did... The, <laughs> We're ganging up on him. Let's go back. <laughs> you jazz guys. God. Let's go back. <laughs> Kenzie, how did you start off? What, what, at what age will you start playing? And what? What's this have to do with what we're talking about? I don't know. He really, he really hates drink. everything. That, he hates yeah. everything Every, that's going no, on. I get you know, it. We, we've kind of beaten a dead horse here. So. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just trying to take new, new, just, yeah, I want yeah, to find okay. out about yeah. what, what's going on. Wait, Kenzie, how did you start off? What, what, at what uh, age? I started young because my dad is a piano player and, uh, um, you know, he was into like basically he was into standards right those tunes you know he was in radio and playing all that stuff that he really liked when he first started out you know so i heard all that i heard all, all those i heard him playing and i heard the music he liked and he we had a piano in the house but little by little he started getting electric keyboards and uh, i mean one of the first things i remember i was probably about four or something he got a suitcase Rhodes. You know, I flew around with it every day, you know. And he got the extra cool speakers in it, so, like, it was impossible to move. It was so heavy. But um, that was kind of the beginning of getting me interested in the electric keyboards because little by little he was searching for a better, basically a better acoustic piano right. kind of sound. So, and, you know, he got a little drum machine at some point. He got an organ. He got an electric piano. So he had the roads, you know. So little by little, I got the idea that multiple multi-keyboard, you know, and and I got I didn't have a synthesizer though, and that's what I really started thinking about, and it just caught my it caught my imagination. I I guess we started getting Keyboard Magazine when I was probably like eight, and uh, I just got I was just reading it and looking at the ads, you know, and looking at all the keyboards and just sort of dreaming and wondering like what could it sound like, you know. I got a book about synthesis. And I started reading that, and. Uh, I don't know. I just got little by little. I got interested in it. As far as the music goes, I don't know. I got I, I didn't really know anything about jazz until I was in high school, and I I got a piano teacher to teach me to kind of start showing me some things because I was really curious. I mean, I was hearing this sound. I knew it was C, but I couldn't understand like what is he playing? Because when I played the things I knew that were C, it didn't sound anything like that. And right. I mean, so just this. I took some lessons so that I got introduced to the concepts. You know. What are rootless voicings, or what are you know extensions? What are this and what are that? And then I just started getting into it little by little. But I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it know. does. That's I'm I'm curious about how, like, I guess in a sense, how you got how you got good. Like, what is what is your learning? Well, according method? to that some people, according <laughs> to some people, I'm not very good. <laughs> that's that's going to happen to me. To me, what he just said. Really Thanks. opened up a door no to a whole world of of concept, which is like <laughs> some people will hear this music and hear it 
for the rhythm note content or whatever it is. Some people who will hear it for the sonic content, the quality. Some people will hear it for the atmosphere it creates. Mm. And we're all like at that young age attracted to it or maybe the social environment that goes with it. You know, to see all these adults like hanging out. Oh, it was my favorite. It was no, my... no. I mean, these are all elements yeah. that are that, that like and and that shape us deeply from a very young age. Like, I'm obviously not a. I'm just an acoustic guy. You know, I mean, the the amplifier to me has always been a problem. You know, it's mm. like I got to be loud enough to play with the band because I like to play loud and I like to be powerful. But it's like it's I've never like Scott been able to you know deal with that sonic element you know to me it's just like jesus christ i just want to get my dynamic thing you know god it would be better if i could be acoustic it would just better but that's why you like this new guitar yeah this guitar is loud enough kind of to deal with a soft environment and then as it gets louder it's whatever it sounds like shit but i that's perfect for me. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> but anyways, that's a but good really, kind of that's a good think quality. About it, think about it. it. Nobody else is trying to sound like shit. Hey, I everybody know. else is trying to sound good. I got a something here. I got, got something. Yeah. You got something. You're on to something. Yeah. Go with it. <laughs> Go with that. But but really, like one guy will like play an organ. You know, like one of those organs that they used to make in the seventies. You're not quite old enough, but I'm, I'm old enough. Okay, you know, and like he's going to be the guy that turns on the rhythm box and gets all the different sounds and does it. Another guy is just like, oh, he was, wow, look, I can do these chords versus right. this. Another guy's going to go, wow, I can swing like this. Another guy's going to look at the chicks dig me. You know, what I mean, right. we all have different sort of varying elements of what makes us who we are, and that is what, to me is the humanity, the third dimension of the music. Because really, notes and rhythms, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're just as happy to sound shitty as good. Mm-hmm. But when a human being brings their attitude to it. That's everything. That's, that's everything. the music. Right. Yeah. That's, that's everything. the music. You're right. And it's like You're in right. music, I guess you, is that phrase, is that called phrasing? I don't know, maybe. We could call it phrasing, but, we could call it dynamics, yeah. we that's could call what it really, shape, we that's could what call really it matters. intent, strategy. Mm-hmm. You can call it a million things. That's why Miles was amazing, right? Right. Because that was all in every note. And if it was, right. you know, the minimal, it didn't matter. But it, yeah. And it was being able to control other people to get that. Right. To that level. Right. You know, and... And, but it wasn't I, always at that level. No, 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 no. No, no he was willing to take and those chances. He was taking, willing and, to and, take and, and the risk exactly. for the times when it and, was. And, and, and at the that whole level. idea right. of the one chord vamp. Right. The problem is, the problem I have with it, you know, I mean, I'm cool with like, okay, I'm going to treat this one like this. I'm going to treat this one. I mean, just strategically, I'm good at that. Sure. But the pro- what I'm missing in the ability to deal with that is there's no melody. Mm-hmm. So my whole world. Of deal, my whole way of dealing with the world, which is having a melody, kind of gets which, which you right call changes. To me, it's melody. I don't have that. It's to me. It's so the same, I get Bruce. thrown melody into changes. A, the whole thing I goes get, together. I get thrown into a pool. I don't have right. a melody to deal with. Right. Right. And like and I got this. Just and then okay, I'm gonna like play like Monk. I'm gonna play counterpoint on this one. I'm gonna play like sonically on this one. I'm gonna be sweet on this one. I'm gonna be funny on this one. I'm gonna be wacky on this mm-hmm. one. I'm gonna sound like I got Tourette syndrome on this one. And that's you know exactly I mean? how I approach and, and, it. But exactly but there's nothing wrong it. with that. No, I don't because think there it's is. Honest, 
and we go for it. Yeah. And you know, and I would bet this guy Steve Tavaloni, you know, who I've heard, you know, he's great. I bet he would say pretty much the same fucking Probably, thing. Probably. But there. but let me ask you, let me just bring up one point. As a synthesizer player, uh-huh. must be cool when you're when you're playing just like a one chord vamp. You're really good at fluctuating your sounds and changing your sounds on the fly. So just like Joe, I mean, Joe mm-hmm. was a master of that too, mm-hmm. and you can you can have one sound on one keyboard that makes you play a certain way. Mm-hmm. You've got another sound in this hand that makes you play a certain way. Then you all you hit a button and you've got a completely new sound to play a different way. Then you hit another button, you've got another. You've got yeah. unlimited resources. Right. Where when you take a guy like me, it's who harder. Doesn't for the have like say or Tab or anything. Well, even Tab has the Ewe, which is almost as expressive as your synthesizers as far as it, uh, it is. versatility it is. on the fly. Yeah, of course. But when you're taking a guitar. But you got a bunch of pedals. Um, no, but but you don't. You can't do this all night. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you had the kind of pedal board where all the pedals are in loops, and you've got a pedal board that's this long, and you've got pre-programmed sounds, you can. You can go. Okay, I'm a cello. I'm a flute. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm an octafuzz. I'm a big guy. I'm a small guy. With one hit of your foot, make it easier. On my you high can't school, do that? hell no. On my high school, I thought you could. No, get it together, you, you man. Idiot. You just don't have it together. <laughs> Jesus, get it together, man. Yeah. How much money did you spend well, that's on what that I'm, thing? That's what I'm talking about. You know, like they'll give you the shit for my free. My pedal board is do old it. school, high school. You know, small, so I can travel. No, you know, you've got to turn one pedal on, turn another pedal off, turn this. I'd be dancing all night to be, you know, doing the foot dance to be changing sounds where he does it so easily. You know? right. So I'm stuck with pretty much one sound for that tune, and I'm going to try to somehow make... Of course, I'm pretty good at uh, improvising because of a sound, and you know a, sure. a sound, anybody who's a guitar player, you play differently because of whatever sound you're on. Right. You play completely differently on your rhythm pickup than you do on your treble pickup. It's right. just, you know, we're, we're born that way. We've been doing it for so long so of course i play a different way when this pedal is on i play a different way when this pedal is on but in the scope of the night i'm not just talking about me i'm talking about the whole ball of wax the whole concert where i do i feel like even though i might have had a really great couple solos during the night i might have soloed pretty good on this tune and had a good solo on this tune how did the whole night really feel to me Mm. i feel like, like it really worked and we would often be in the same mindset, and we'd look at each other, look at each other at the end of the night, and go, "Well, this mm. wasn't one of the good ones. This was one of the ones where it was kind of fall flat. The audience was not really understanding what we were doing or digging it that much, mm. and we're kind of like, yeah, nobody really took the music anywhere. It just sort of flattened out and just sort of stayed the same yeah. for a long time, and nothing really happened. Oh. You know, like how you wait for something to happen and it just doesn't happen." And those nights can be pretty frustrating. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, for you know, me, you know, for anybody. Well, yeah, for anybody. Even yeah. in my band, we have a couple one chord vamp tunes, and those can be the worst tunes of the night if they're not popping. If something yeah. doesn't happen to make them pop, like Black Market at at at, at MI was pretty not not. Yeah, that's one of those tunes. Unless that's why Travis left. Well, yeah. If it's it, unless it's a really good good performance of that tune, that tune can fall flat because there's not a whole lot going on in it, and you, you got to really play it well and have a lot of good moments to make that tune. And pop. it was a great 
We didn't think it was. But, I did. You know, but I was out anyway. There. I we, was very. We thought impressed. baked potato was better, but um, anyway, um, you know, my point being is that if you're playing that kind of music as a career and mm-hmm. you're going out there in front of audiences and doing it every night, you got to feel like for if you feel like okay that was a dud, you got to start feeling at some point what does the audience think about this like what are how are they feeling when they see a bunch of musicians jamming on one chord for a long period of time and they're so on well they don't look all that happy and they don't look like they're really having a good night and i can't understand this music because there's no melody or there's no traditional melody i don't mean there's no melody because of course you have melodies but you know, no. As, as it, the to whole a idea of a one you know. chord vamp is there is no melody. Well, there is though. I mean, there's a there's a melody, but it's just not doesn't sound like the melody on a standard. It's just a different kind of melody. It's not the kind of melody you're used to playing, but it's a melody. You know, Scott has melodies on all of his songs. I know, but, know, but the melody becomes quickly obscured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not repeated a lot, I guess. That, that, yeah. that, that's what one it's chord not, music does. I'm right. sorry. I'm, no, not, you're right. know, I'm not an idiot here. Yeah. You know, well, curious. wait a minute now. Let's not. <laughs> okay, I am an idiot. Wait a minute. I want can, to can, you, can you rewind yeah, the tape? What, was, <laughs> what <laughs> was the question? I'm an idiot. I thought, but I'm, I'm not just playing, a question. Just playing back from three hours you know, and 20 minutes. Yeah, what was the question? The question was, like, sort of how do you deal and, and I could ask myself the same question. I might answer it differently than you, but how do you sort of deal with the fact that you think the audience that might have just gone over their heads or they weren't happy? You know, hmm. you ever think about like, okay, we just tried this experimental music. We did it with your band. We did it with Tribal Tech. We got up there and tried to jam in front of people and it ain't the record. Mm-hmm. Like the record's killing, but we just tried to do it live and it fell flat. And then well, it fell the, flat that time, but maybe not another time. And by right, the way, right. I don't know if the audience knows the difference um, all the time. Maybe they, they do, maybe I they think, don't. Well, I, I think, don't think they do. And I think if you're worried about them, then you're just missing the point. No, no, because you've got to work to make a living. You don't want to be working, you know, otherwise you're going to end up working at Taco Bell. Right. You've got to make a living at this. You know what right. I mean? You can't just I, I know. Well, they, so what does that? So what okay. does that ultimately uh, mean? They think I should be playing different music. Well, does that mean that? I went over to Japan. Okay, and I like played, and we played our shit, and we had a really great band, and, and we played, and they stared at us. That's and Japan. We played, though. No, wait a minute. We played another thing, and they stared at us, and I'm like, like I'm bleeding out my asshole and smoking <laughs> out my ears, and like my hands are falling off. I'm doing. Mm. I'm like literally doing everything. I'm dropping my pants. I'm doing a pie in well, my no face. Well, no wonder they didn't like I, it. I didn't got, like the pie. In I, got, face. I got dogs doing tricks. I got what? pony. I got. Like, this sounds elephants. fantastic. I got everything. I love your show. <laughs> I, know, I love no. it too. Man. And they're all sitting there staring at me. And like at the end, okay, well that was. I guess we're not going to. At the end, we're going to have to go home. You weren't in the PA. And then it was like four encores. But that's how it's it is. It's just because there. the way they relate. Yeah. My point is, you, you don't fucking tell. know what they're thinking. Just do your thing, be have integrity, and okay, if you don't ever work again, there is always Taco Bell. Well, I mean, you have a choice. No, no. I mean, if you're going to be honest and be a creative musician, and you're gonna put your you're gonna put your flag down on the yeah. moon, then I live know. on the fucking moon. And stop right. trying yeah. to be fucking right. soul train. Right. Yeah, because right. like, I mean, you know, there's the old saying that it's better to fail at doing what you want to do than doing what you thought someone 
thought mm. you should do it. Right, but you just don't know what you people could fail are either. You could no, fail either but way. Don't you think? I mean, God no! If, if I knew what my ex-wife was thinking, I might still be married. Yeah. But, oh my God, <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> to her. Oh, to think her. Think of all uh, the fucking. But didn't you say that would have screwed up your thing? Didn't you say that would have screwed up your thing with Scott though? Yeah, and my current wife too. Oh, and her too. He's had so many ex-wives and you got a lot of ex-wives. No, no. But the thing is, is you don't know what someone's thinking. So all you can really trust is what you're thinking. Yeah. And just believe in yourself. For God's sake, grow some balls. Well, jeez, he put me in my place. Yeah, right, jerk. <laughs> Kins, Kinsley. Uh, yeah. Kinsley. <laughs> so where, do, where have you been playing? Are you on tour or what's going on? No, he what's... doesn't. He's not playing anywhere. That's why we're asking him all these questions. <laughs> He's here tonight. I'm hey, here right now. Hey, hey, fucking gig. Tour. <laughs> got a new album out. Where, where I got a you, brand new album out. Where are you right, playing? You're not on tour? Good Well, noise. you, maybe. Maybe not. Are you going, are you taking off anywhere? Are you going out on tour? <laughs> I'm actually going to yeah, your yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah, you're uh, going to Australia, uh, when? I'm going to Australia. <laughs> taco truck over there. There's you a really delicious like taco it? truck. Yeah. When, hold on, when are you going to Australia? Uh, I'm leaving the 8th of October. Who, who's with, going with you? Uh, this is the legacy thing. This is uh, mm. with Catisse and uh, Hadrian Ferro mm-hmm. and Kirk Covington is going. No way. On this you're one. actually hiring that guy? <laughs> you're going to be sorry. I don't know what Does to say. Does he have his visa? I have no idea. I think I would kind of check on that if I were you. I would no, check and see if he's able to get a visa. They, someone organized that. So. <laughs> yeah? But you I, don't think he's going to have to actually get in his car and drive to the no, embassy? No, they, they actually took care of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, then, okay, so, good luck with that. Yeah, well, well, we'll hope for the best. Is it, so, this is, this is for your thing, right? The Australians are not, tough about that shit. Not really, it's, it's You're a, really trusting Kirk to show up at the airport with his visa. Well, I'm expecting he's going to show up at the airport, at least. <laughs> Even visa, that is know. a little yeah, iffy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I, I want to know why you're going to Australia. Is it your thing, or it's something else? No, it's this thing that's, uh, it's actually based on, uh, it's it's Tony Zavinal, Joe Zavinal's son. It's got a band, right? Kind of put together to play his dad's music. So we're gonna go do that. Oh, okay. So that's that's. Is it all? We're going to uh, Melbourne? Melbourne. Yeah. Birds, just, birds just basement. Melbourne? Birds basement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How long for you down there? I'm there, ten days and all. Okay, that's enough to get oh, out of the Oh, you've got it, like a steady night. Yeah, like it's a, a six-nighter. God, that's awesome, man, to have yeah. six nights in the same One place. place. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, all our Australian really listeners, go I to... When Melbourne. are you at? October. I love that town. October yeah. 8th. Um, well, I'm leaving here on the 8th. So, October. We start playing, I think it's Tuesday night of uh, that week.
Great venue too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's a good venue. But I anyway, think I've seen um, uh, Taylor, Martin Taylor there. Mm. Yeah. Which one? Bennett Slane? Bennett. Said? What? Yeah, um, I played there. Bird, yeah. Bird's Basement. Bird's, Bird's Basement, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're off that subject now, but my, my, mainly I just want to say that your new album, I think it's a really nice mix of harmony and and vamps and it's just like it's more you mm-hmm. and i really like it and, but but and I, I mean I, even the vamp things are more me than they used to be i think so maybe i think, I think you're you, i think so yeah you definitely know? they have more of your personality i feel like it is i do but i'm just saying that and there I are think, a few holdovers like there's actually a couple of tunes from those old days uh-huh. when you were, like lies is one of the old right ones. lies and there's a couple of those but 
that's only because I hadn't really done anything with them, and I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to just you know. Get well, them, I think my just my honest somewhere. opinion is 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 that when you, and I'm not even suggesting in the least that you stop on that quest of doing that one chord thing and and have it playing really loose music because mm-hmm. I, I love it, but I think that. If you put in some of those harmony tunes with them yeah. during the night, well, that's my where you break it up, and mm-hmm. because I remember, you know, we did a couple of gigs where we were playing like three or four harmony tunes mixed in with a set yeah. of one chord vamps, and it sort of like really broke it up and made the one chord vamps even yeah. more fun because more there fun. was a harmonic. Con- contrast tune. is a good thing. Contrast is a good thing. It's that's a good thing, and I know I'm that, saying, and I, right? you know, I'm yeah. trying to get that together. And yeah. you know what the problem is? I mean, I think for me, the in town thing. You know, it's like, okay, you got to gig it, the baked potato, you got to gig it. There used to be a lavalier or whatever. And, uh, I mean. Who wants to learn a hard tune that's for the a $50 thing. That's gig? That's the thing. Right. Like, I feel sure. bad to ask someone to rehearse or to learn a hard song or to. And I just did it. You know, I just did my release gig mm-hmm. like a week ago or something. And, you know, I, I got Bob Reynolds to play saxophone and I, I got him to learn all these heads. I, I normally I say, don't worry about the heads. I got the heads just solo when I look. Mm-hmm. Which I still like that. Because then I can interpret the heads the way I want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but he had to shed that stuff. I mean, sure. we did the harder ones from the, you know, and he had to shed that. And Jimmy Earl had to shed that. And he came to my house and we kind of rehearsed. And, you know, I just don't normally ask people to do that for a local gig. For a local gig that but doesn't I, pay that But much. I sort of feel like, okay, it's just it's time to play this this other stuff too sure no, I totally I totally can relate to the in town thing which doesn't that's I mean if you way, have a tour coming up then it's one thing too that's a, that's one of the reasons why I don't really play in town unless I'm coming off of a tour yeah because you're, you're, I don't even want to learn like my music is hard right. I don't want to have to learn that it's get an it all under my fingers to do a one off to do a one off yeah. right it's just not it's not worth and it and it's yeah. asking everybody else a lot yeah do you tour with like uh, other artists as well a lot or do you, I mean do you go out with as a side guy with different artists I, I used to used to like lately I haven't so much who's the I trumpet player you were going out with a lot Nicholas Payton Nicholas Payton great yeah. trumpet God, player that guy's great he's yeah. really good really yeah. good really great trumpet and uh, and you, you went out with Jimmy Herring for a while you went out with Robin Ford for a while um, yeah fun which, experience which one do you like better what do you mean? Which <laughs> like tell me all the things about uh, Robin Ford that well, you like. And I've been I've been working with Seamus, you know. We've been trying to get some more. He and I did his last record. Seamus is awesome, man. Yeah, Superconductor, I mean, it's called. It, it, we're gonna do some. Actually, Schofield played on. Uh huh. On that. So, he, Seamus is one of my favorite saxophone players. He's, 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 he's awesome. incredible. Yeah, Just he's incredible. incredible how, how long were you out with Robin Ford for? God, I don't know. I did one or two tours with him. Yeah, it's been a while. Right. I did one or two tours with so Jimmy something here. bad about him. Robin? Okay. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. So, we say a lot of bad stuff about people on this show. No way. No, not really. We don't. <laughs> not really. No. Not really. We no, don't. because it's always, I won't mention any names. Oh, that's so yeah. stupid, isn't it? We just... <laughs> so, yes, yeah, right. so when you... You've never referred to me on this show. Yeah, we yeah, have. Oh, yeah, so so you but you always say like I won't mention any names, keyboard but player from Kinsey. Encino. Yeah, yeah. There's this one guy. He's a real asshole. I don't want to mention his name, you know. But Scott Kinsey no. did this shit. But you say, but day. Scott did. Th- I mean, but Kinsey did this. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Yeah, we haven't said a whole lot of st- bad stuff about you. That's for sure. No, yeah, you didn't lot. say anything bad about Scott. You you said that Only he's, that he's one of these guys that, that, that he can play anything and everything and and does. And then why does he play this awful crap? No, I no. That. I think we've talked about you in the con- in the in the context of Joe. Oh, you know, like following Joe's right. path, maybe a little too closely at some times. Right. You know, but then again, I look at my. Uh, career and I can there was there were times where I was getting pretty close to Holsworth mm-hmm. in tone. That's why basically I think I well, said you've got a lot of Jeff board. Beck in you. Yeah, definitely. There's and I Jeff mean, Beck there are influence. some people that might yeah. say there are some people that believe that you might be a little heavy-handed with the whammy bar. Well, yeah, there are people that say that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have a proposition: I'll kill yeah. the vocoder if you kill the whammy bar. <laughs> Now, could okay. you could you do that, Scott? Could you? No, I couldn't possibly you, do it. When did you start no. getting on the whammy? When I was a little kid. Oh, you, wow. Yeah, I mean, okay. the first time I got a strat. But you didn't. You, you know. didn't. You weren't heavy on it though until like the last ten years. Maybe the last ten years. I think. I think what it is is that I sort of figured that I was doing these teaching classes in MI as I've always done, and I started to play bebop with the bar in my hand mm-hmm. and i and i and i realized that by by bending into notes and by bending up on notes i could sound more like a slide guitarist you know because i've always loved slide i just never was very good at it and my action is too low to play slide because you got to have your action kind of high or else it just bumps up against the frets and sounds like shit. so so i i i figured if i use the bar in this way playing lines in time that I can kind of simulate Buddy Emmons, kind of a, sli- a, a slide, you know, mm. pedal steel slide liquidy, player. More liquidy. You've heard Buddy Emmons, right? You know. Yeah, there you go. So you know, he's he's one of my heroes. I I really love the way he plays, j- you know, traditional jazz on a pedal steel. And I always thought the bar kind of simulated a slide guitar, and that's sort of. I thought, then you know, this is kind of different. I've never really heard anybody do this, and I, I thought maybe I should make this kind of part of my character as a as a player, and it, it will sound more like me. And I guess I just started yeah. doing it, you know. But as far as Jeff Beck, he used the bar in a rock and roll way and in a blues way for way before I ever, you know, touched yeah. the bar. I mean, right. he was he's the the godfather of the whammy bar, really. Him and Richie Blackmore. Are the really the godfathers of using the bar in blues oh, and rock? Oh, is, how did, is yeah. um, what about Hank Marvin? I don't know his playing that much. The, from the Shadows. I don't know his. Do you, do you know his playing, yeah. Bruce? I don't yeah. know his playing that he much. Was, he was before both those guys. Mm. Yeah. So na 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 na. Yeah. Was, he was <laughs> an American. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't matter. No, he doesn't matter. <laughs> so how did, guy? Now, do okay, you whatever, do you whatever. overuse the vocoder? I use it from time to time. <laughs> so that's where well, Daft Punk no, got it see, from you. Yeah, see, there you go. There Daft are other Punk. references. It's not just one ref. Okay, maybe in jazz. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and you and you you got to admit. I mean, Joe sort of. I don't know where Joe got the vocorder from. I don't know where he, he got, got it from. Korg. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, where do you think that he brought that vocoder in from? Like, where did he get the idea to play jazz on the vocoder? Because wasn't he the first guy that did it? I, I, as far as I know, he was the first guy to do it. I think, they, I think literally what I'm saying is not that far from the truth. I think they had a new keyboard out. They sent it to him, and he went, hmm, you know. 
let me see what this is like. And this is doing my this thing. This is my thing. And he just did it, and it because he he always had a fascination also with the vocal quality, sure, of vocal course. element. Even a horn yeah. can be kind of vocal. Well, yeah. You can't do that on a keyboard, but suddenly mm-hmm. you could. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, what what you inflected, what you thought, what your immediate, you know, from your brain to your mouth, you know, could be expressed on the keyboard, which is really unique. Yeah, you know, definitely. And it just does give it a more human. It suddenly made an electric keyboard and a synthesizer, which everyone was ranting about how mm-hmm. electronic and, and soulless and you know blah 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 it was. It suddenly gave it a more human uh, human quality mm-hmm. to the sound. Yeah, I totally agree. But and, it's what Peter Frampton did with the voice box. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same in a way because you're using your mouth. Yeah, and you're using and, a, and I guess vowel in the in the guitar way in the world, that's the same thing. In a way, not as versatile, of course. Not as versatile, no. and it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was a thing that didn't really get very popular, though. No, but I, like, I, but I, the vocoder, yeah. okay. I mean, Joe did it, used it in jazz, but a lot of people have used it in pop, and you oh, know, it's like, become, it's such an electronica it's thing. Made like, a resurgence it's, in the last few years. You hear time. it now everywhere, in a way. Especially people like Daft Punk and Kanye West, they did that tune, and it just becomes. Well, Kanye West uses a. A little different it's not really a vocoder because he's not playing a keyboard that's more like hard tuning oh yeah that's, that's like pitch auto-tune, correction auto tune the and then you pick a scale so he could pick yeah. like a dominant scale yeah. or something and now everything he sings because he doesn't sing in tune because he at can't all. sing yeah it's all quantized to the pitch sounds kind of like so a basically and you're a saying that this person is an untalented idiot yeah um i would say that he's extremely untalented <laughs> he's such a fucking dude but I i've seen his guy. house God, I hate I've him. Seen his house. I, you know what? I I commend him for being. He's got a douchebag. Well, he's <laughs> such a douche and a, a a wanker. But you got to admire the fact that he's so. Uh, like he's so confident, he convinces a lot of people he's more talented God, that's, than what that's, he is. Like that's Trump, a, such a talent, isn't it? It is. I <laughs> wish I had some that, of that. These that's people that, are, that they suck, but they're you so have confident. Just discovered my secret, <laughs> oh. dude. I'm so like. Yeah, but you can play. <laughs> impressed with you, you play right like now. a motherfucker. You're amazing. Uh, so, so uh, when you go out, Kinsey, do you? What's your setup? Do you have like? 28 keyboards? What's No. It's like Rick Wakeman, kind of. No, it's not like Rick Wakeman, except I do wear a cape. <laughs> um, are you, are you, do you have a bunch of your four B3s and a big synthesizer? You need four B3s because each one has two manuals, and I've got... Wait. Um, no, I, I, I'm less, sorry. I'm just trying to think about the cape. It's yeah, the amazing. cape. I wear a cape. Um <laughs> You wear a cape? Ever, have you ever tried a You know, not many guitar players wear a cape. No, you ever notice you know, that? You know, no, Bruce, that might be good for you with the... With, that might be a with thing your for new you guitar? with the new guitar with Dude, the, that's, with the that's dog roll. Do no, I got my whole thing. You got to You, you, you got to work out. I'm like... You guys... Long have, jumps. You can have your batteries. He does long jumps. You can have your electricity. You can have all that shit. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, use, by he doesn't the way. use any electricity in his house, by no, the way. He, he does all by candlelight. Yeah. No, no, no. in the backyard... Yeah, but I hate it when it's my backyard. I pee in my backyard. Uh, yeah, that's why you're swimming pool. No, he uses so the well. pool. <laughs> it's no, handy. It's no, right no, there. So it's so convenient. Keep the chlorine coming. But am I, am I still even attached to this? No, I, I think, think you came in unattached. I lost my thing. You're unattached. Can you're you very, hear me? 
hear you. No, everything you've said for the whole podcast, nobody heard uh, it. That's good. Hey, where are you? Come on. Wow, that's not very professional. Uh, I think you guys were so busy. That's not very we podcast professional. professional. Okay, so we anyways. Said we were professional. Hi, my name is Bruce. <laughs> nobody. My name is Bruce. I'm into outdoor sports. So, guys, and this hot is fun tubs. hanging out. When do you want to start the podcast? <laughs> No, no, I'm just not into it anymore. I'm just, I've, I've turned a corner, and I just want to tell a story, and that's it. That's good enough. What's for the story about? Well, it depends on where we are. I don't know what they're fucking talking about. They're both <laughs> drunk. I haven't had a single drink. I just drink. asked Kinsey, I what's your setup? You got how many oh, my people? God, I didn't get to it. Well, you yeah. guys are going to love this. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna talk about oh, you mean equipment? No, you guys, you guys use MIDI in your setup. You guys, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Bruce, let's look back. How many subjects is MIDI? You guys USB. use USB oh, cable, USB, USB you done, and, you done and a FireWire and, and a B3 with a XR, B3, and that's XLR, old. and a and then like a you. Do you, you, know, do you have YouTube. a big setup, Kinsey? Uh, Are you too? Isn't he like grandpa? Yeah, let's take that mic off him so at least they'll hear what I have to I say. I gotta give me some Bono shit going on or whatever. I don't know. His name is Edge. That's <laughs> a guitar player. That's right. You're a guitar player. But there's the guy, the Bono guy. Singer. Bono. Is he, he Bono died. Or Bono? Was, uh, I don't know. One of the O's. Okay, you Bono see. From Catch up died. on this shit. Sonny, I was thinking of Sonny. Sonny Bono, right? Yeah, Sonny Bono. Sure. Bono. I was thinking of the guy that goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that guy? Oh, uh, that's a lot of guys. <laughs> Nobody knows who that fuck No, is. you know the guy that goes, yeah, 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 who who he's actually, he was, turned out that he was a huge crap. He was a living piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. That narrows it down. <laughs> that guy. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew a lot of them. You know I that know. guy. Uh, that guy used to drive that blue car. No, you've never seen the no, South Park it. one with Bono in it? No. Oh, oh wait, oh. I might have. More crap. I think the more it. crap episode. Yeah. 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 That's oh, a yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it turns out that Bono wasn't taking a shit. He was the shit. He was, was born out of his dad's that's too, ass. That's too And he turned conceptual. into a, a piece of shit. Well, wait. And that's why he never I, wants I, I to be think, number I don't think number, he deserves uh, that kind of a characterization. Well, talk to Trey Parker about it, because that's uh, Trey Parker's thing. <laughs> they probably just didn't but get him uh, tickets for their I'm show gonna, when I'm they came to change my name to Itch. Itch. Edge wow. is good, but itch, itch is bad. No one's, yeah, no one's everyone wants itch. to scratch it. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's an itch that itch can't you be scratched. Scratch it, All right. but you can't scratch. I will it. ask it for the third time. Yeah, there's been itchy and scratchy. <laughs> sorry. Itchy. What is, so not what not it's not that. Not that original. Itchy if I come and see you play Kinsey, Kinsey <laughs> what a, what kind of setup am I going to see? Well, maybe if you had come and seen me play, you would know. No. I, I I I play the Nord stuff, the red keyboard. So right. I play Nord. Uh, oh, okay. So you're either you're a Slave. I'm a corporate. Okay. Well, that's okay. They make keyboards. You, you, you don't play a guitar with the brand name on it. What's, what's it does, on? but I don't care about it. Yeah, and I well, paid for I'm it, so that. that I'm not I'm not beholden. But to but Kenzie, how many keyboards he, do you take out on the road? I don't really often bring anything. I'll oh, bring they, my, you rent stuff. That's I backline awesome. it. I backline it. So because mm-hmm. of the Nords, you can get Nords anywhere. everywhere now. You can either get some kind of stage or whatever. Nord Stage is a model mm-hmm. that they have. And then I play the Nord Lead 2, or the now I play the Nord Lead 4. So either one of those. Ooh, the Nord Lead 4. Many, how many so keys on stage? You know, so I think just you should keyboard. hold out for the 6. Okay. What? Or you should hold out for the 6. I'm holding out. Hey, I'm getting OS 10 tonight. <laughs> I've had OS 10 I got OS 10 the other day. I can't fucking Wait, you're telling me your Mac's anymore. still on OS 9? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're moving up, huh? Yeah, I'm going to Panther. You're going 10. I'm going to Panther. Yeah, Panther. There you go. Are you, 
Kinsey, are you a like a are you? A I use a laptop also, so I connect my bottom keyboard. To what the are laptop. you using your laptop? What are you running? I run Ableton Live. Oh, okay, You're as deal. my kind of fundamental thing. Yeah. And do I you run, run tracks with that. I do. I run. Yeah. I run like loops that I send to the either that I actually use or that I just send to the drummer. And the drummer's fine to a click. Yeah. Yep. Every drummer I play with is great at playing yep. with. And you, with Ableton Live, you can you can do shit on the fly, can't you? That's the great thing about yeah. it. It's very improvisational. It's you can cue things in and whatever, whenever you want. Yeah. You're not stuck to an arrangement or a form. Yeah. Which is good or bad, I don't know, depending so on who you ask. Well, for mm-hmm. your music, that's great. Yeah, no, for you can do great. anything you want. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. When can we see you play? When you um, play? When, when's the next Yeah, week? i got to re- think about it. Um, well, besides Australia. Well, I'm going to play, right? play in... Uh, I don't think I'll play in town in October, but I'll play in November for sure. Okay. Either at the Baked Potato Baked or, or the Blue Whale sometimes. Or right. One of those. Or you play that club. What's that new club you've been playing at out, the Blue out Whale? west? Oh, uh, Bogies? I don't uh-huh. have any plans to play there. Oh, okay. But usually I, it's Baked I Potato might. or Blue Whale. Usually, yeah. yeah. Now, when, you, when you're putting together outfits or playing with different musicians, what do you look for in a guitarist to play with? Somebody that can speak English first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I, I really care about. I think, I, I, I think my English is fine. No, I don't know. What do I look at? I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't always play with a guitar player. A lot of times, I don't. I've been playing with a lot more sax players lately than guitar right. players. See, see, smart. smart. But I. But point. I like guitar. Go back I, to the beginning of this. I roll it back. No, <laughs> I. I love guitar. I do. I love guitar. But I, you know. Um, how was especially when you put it in the driveway and you roll over it yeah yeah it makes a great sound I I would have to honestly say that there are probably more saxophone players that could that could get the concept of what you're doing than there are guitar players there aren't that many guitar players that could hang see the the problem the problem with all of it is that there really isn't the I don't know like the the ability to really get it together with a certain group of people and really get it happening. It's always just like, well, we have a baked potato gig, or well, there's a gig. So it's always feels a here bit like or a there, a and you bit. always just kind of have to yeah. put it together for that thing. Right. And it's just a matter of like, well, how in depth do you want to get? Do you want to just show up and play? In that case, I'll have a sax player. Then I'll just say, look, when I look at you, play. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, yeah. that's the extent of it. It doesn't yeah. mean that he's into the concept or not. He's just gonna play. Gonna play what he plays. What he plays sure. at that moment, and sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it's you know. Yeah. And it doesn't fit the concept sometimes. Well, yeah. Or the I same mean, with the drummer. There's I, a certain type of rhythm thing that I like, and some of the drummers get it, some of the drummers don't get it. Well, I know knowing your music as well as I do, and knowing you as well as I do, I already know before the gig even starts how you're gonna, you know. And I'm, I'm not gonna mention any names, but I know that there's guys well, depending that on, sometimes depending you on get, who's on it. The, the, I know what you're thinking. I yeah. know you're saying, well, I couldn't get him, so yeah, I got him. Maybe. I couldn't get him, so I got him. And I know you're gonna walk off the gig not being as happy as you were if you could have got the guys you wanted. Yeah. And I know that's one of the things I remember back in the day when we used to jam, and we would be so mad when certain people. I'm not gonna mention any names, no. but when certain people. No, no, I'm not gonna. But with certain people that we really were intent on playing with because we knew they could understand what we wanted mm-hmm. them to do, mm. 
call and cancel, right, and we have to call somebody who has absolutely no idea of the concept of the music yeah, we're going to play. Yeah, it's a drag. It's a and drag. that's a real drag. And it's one so of the like, reasons I stopped doing it, and I started saying, I'm going to get a trio, because if the bass player can't make it, I call the club owner and go, sorry, the gig's canceled. Yeah. We don't, we, we're, we're just not going to play. Yeah. Rather than having to call some bumblefuck bass player up who sucks, mm. and I have to do the gig with him, mm-hmm. I'd rather just cancel the gig mm. and... And let them get another yeah. band. I, I don't know, know if I've so. ever really had the luxury of like putting something together and really working on it and getting to the place where I think like, okay, now we're really representing like the concept live or whatever. Uh-huh. I just, I don't think well, I on the road, you, you have a little bit, kind of. Well, I think that band that we took out and we had me and you and Matt Garrison and Novak. And, uh, that was a Novak. That was, that was cool. a pretty fucking good band. Yeah. And I think that band represented what you're doing the best. Of, of of any bands that I've ever been in mm, with you. Mm, I think mm. those four guys, or the, uh, us four guys, we played the shit out of that music, yeah, I thought. Yeah, and yeah, we did, yeah and, for sure. And that's also the tour where you had a couple changes tunes in there with, and the next tune, the next tour, sorry, it was all one chord vamps. Mm. And there wasn't those changes to Well, obviously and that's it, not the best that's not the best concept. And it yeah. also And I don't know why that happened. And actually, it also wasn't the right guys. Right. You know, right. so right. It, it just it didn't it really, work out as, as well. It's just really like, I yeah. mean, that's so important. But Matt and Novak and me and you, I think that's the closest that it came live to having fairly consistent good nights. Mm-hmm. You know, like we had a lot of good nights, more I good would, nights than bad nights, yeah, I thought. Yeah, we did, we did. I thought, yeah. But I guess some of my sour grapes comes from other times yeah. where... And it's not necessarily the tour. It was more one one offs at the baked potato or oh, one offs yeah. at Lavalier. No, I remember some of those where you were really up. unhappy, and I get it. I mean, because sometimes it just wasn't that happening. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I would, I would come out from. You know what it is? It's not only the concept of the one chord music. It's also the loops. But, but let me ask you something. Yeah. Because I mean, you you can say like, oh, I mean those things, but I mean. Let's just say that I had four or five really involved harmonic tunes. You want to learn them? You don't I mind? would have, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it would have been worth learning them, yeah. yeah. Because I'm a songs guy. I grew up listening to Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm about songs more than, than vamps. Right, you know, right, like, right. I like songs. I'll learn them. Mm-hmm. You know, one of, one of the things for me... You wouldn't go, oh, God, i got to learn all this shit. No, no, no. No, I'm happy to learn them because I really like them. Like, I love that tune Shinjuku. I love that tune Jinchi. I just played that the other day. Yeah. First I love Jinchi. Years. I mean, Jinchi was such a wonderful... It's a wonderful composition. I love Foreign Affairs. Mm-hmm. I love Gravity. I mean, I'm a big fan of y- your harmonic tunes. To me, you're, you're a really, really talented composer. And I've said that I'm always... Said that really to of people, all the bad like, shit you know, he said about wow. you, yeah. that's the worst. You did, no, <laughs> that's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, but I think you're a good composer. That's why I no, wonder why you know you're really content funny? to play a lot of one chord vamps and leave all that great composing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know what's really funny though, and you know what's really Scott. I don't know if you remember this. What the very He's beginning going for the money, Scott. At oh, the okay. very beginning of tribal oh, tech, the chicks dig uh, that. That's important. The chick, um, I mean, uh, yeah, chickaria, right? Oh. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like any. He um, doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's that may not be true. Yeah, but I'm, I, I find something. it interesting. He might that be you, a big fan of Scott Kinsey. No, I don't think so. But 
It doesn't matter. Um, Who fucking cares? It's just I just... I just I, I, can you I, might say can it's I, intriguing. Something like I that. Can I just say, while you continue that conversation, just from an outside point of view, I mean, jazz. Ooh, yes. Are we going to talk jazz. about Charlie Parker again? No, 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 no. 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 Yes. You know. Yes. No. My mother, my daughter, my, whatever. But... Uh, no, no dig. It's like... We're here on this earth, guys, and we're here mm -hmm. to play. Mm -hmm. And we make the most out of every moment. And, yeah, I mean, I've been on tours where I've had my band, where we played my music, and it was been stellar. And it was wonderful. And then there was also a lot of bad shit that went along with it, too. But, I mean, for the most part, it was, like, my concept, and it was That's just so wonderful. And it was, like, mm -hmm. exalted, you know, wonderful experience. But, you know... I'm alive today, and I'm going to get together with the guys I'm going to get together with, and I'm going to make the best music possible, and that's what I've trained myself my whole life to do, and I'm, it's just not show. It's jazz. Yeah. And it's taking a chance, and it's being daring, and putting myself on the stage with sometimes somebody I don't know who it is, and like finding something new in it, and not necessarily wanting to make a tour of Japan with it or something or make a record out of it but it's the same as everything else I mean it's yeah well what, what in I'm, our I'm conversation not, are you hearing that's not like I'm, ju that. I'm just hearing like so much attention to this has all this has to happen for it to be music and mm. I just don't hear it that I, I think I, I think I sort of hear that I, I sort of hear where you're coming from but where I have to there's a place where you draw the line, and that's when you're going to be on the road with some people for a very long time. And when it's consistently not happening every night, you're not going to Hey, be hey, happy. hey, hey, hey. What are you, you know, trying to what, say? No, I'm just saying in, in any <laughs> no, situation. No. Okay, okay, okay. You know, you don't have the right guys. You have to tour, You have to play with some shit bass player or shit drummer. You're not going to be happy. No, I don't all, care how all, much you hippieize it. You can hippieize it all you want and say, I play music and I'm a happy guy. No, but if you're playing with but, shitty musicians you that you still, don't like... Yeah, we're kind of taking for granted okay, that it's yeah. good musicians or whatever, right? Okay, I mean, no, yeah. no. Yeah. That being said, still, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not hippieizing it, I'm just fucking being honest. I'm on the road. I've been on the road with a lot of, like quasi all-star tours where there was this bass player or a piano player or a horn player that was mm -hmm. not our favorite guy and he was kind of getting in the way of it. We just worked around it. I mean, we're mm -hmm. still there. What's the point? We're there to play music. We're getting our money. I'm going to give them the best they can. I'm not going to fucking make a record with this guy. I'm not going to even invite mm -hmm. him to dinner. I'm not going to marry him. None of this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the gig and I'm going to yeah, make the gonna most... The I'm going to no. suck the marrow out of the fucking bone and do the best I can and walk away with my integrity intact mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I'll admit to you you know that yes it would have been better with X Y or Z but I don't think about it but while I'm doing no, it you know what though I'm sorry but I'm, I have to disagree you're talking about a completely different kind of music you play jazz who fucking cares what the bass player <laughs> I thought drummer that's what we were talking no, about no 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 who fucking cares what the bass player and drummer are playing on a fucking standard you get to play your guitar. You get to play the same shit you want to play, and they're going boom, 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 and the drums going. What are they doing on a one chord? No, sorry, no, no, they're not. That's the difference. In a one chord vamp thing, we have. It's got to be so much interplay going on, and everybody's got to be in the same kind of hip 
frame of mind to be able to play off each other and create new shit and dumb yeah. people I think that's, can't I, do it. I, 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 I gotta tell you that yeah. you're really well, wrong about your boom 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 shit. Not no, that. There's that. There's that. Sorry, there's that. There's that. There's that. I just gotta say you ain't played with the right guys, Scott. There's that. You're not living in my world. I'm not. All I'm saying is I've played jazz with a lot of different musicians. Some great bass players, some not so, so good bass players. So what is it you play so if it's not what, jazz? What I'm saying is that it's different. When I'm playing a set of changes, I no, can no. still solo and I can still do my thing, even if the bass player is kind of missing some notes over there and he's not really as, as happening as another bass player could be. I can still solo, I can still play my shit, I can still interact however much I can interact with them, but... The bottom line is, is I can still do the gig and come off of it pretty happy. On a gig like that, if, so, if the bass player isn't the kind of bass player that can take one chord and harmonically, sophisticatedly run the gamut of all the different keys that tune could be in and make that tune interesting, the bass player is the only guy who has the power to do that. He's the only guy who can but change the key of the But I've heard the, the one chord vamping. The guy plays the same thing over and no, over. No, well, 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 well that's, that, that can't be, but music. that's not, that's not. This is not this kind of music, Bruce. But a lot of guys, a lot of guys do that, and it's yeah, not but that. but that's not what we're doing. That is not See, our that's, thing. See, that's, I think, we're coming back yeah. to what we talked about before, where yeah, sometimes the changes right. can kind of pull you through a situation, right. whereas, whereas right. with this other stuff. The can do the exact opposite thing. They can sing a motherfucker. Who can't do Absolutely, it. of course. That's um, true, but... I, for sure. I mean, for like sure you're comparing... Sure. You're talking about this music but, like it's some kind of fucking disco one but chord band shit. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, you well, are, actually. No, I know. No, I'm actually not. What I'm saying is is the same problem you have with the one thing is the Exist, same problem with the other. Too. Right. But, but for this... I'm not seeing that. It's a different problem, but it's the same problem. What I think is that the one chord thing will die... If if that interplay and the interaction isn't happening, it's all about that conversation, right? Right. With music that has changes and has a certain built-in structure or thing, like you can get away with a little more. Like that's it, what I'm it'll saying. It'll come off but a little it'll better. Still die if the guy if is the guy just play. fucking playing the real book. But you're not just it'll, it'll as much. But you're not gonna die. But like the bass player, if you're he's gonna not, still play. You're, you're still gonna get to be Bruce Forman and, 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 and play and your if stuff. It, and if I'm playing on a loop on your on your computer, uh-huh. I can still be me. I'm not going to die. I'm just saying that the gigs that we've played where the things don't, ha- the people don't get the concept and they don't really aren't, aren't gelled in with what we're doing, the, the whole gig crashes. And I'm telling you yeah. exactly the same on the other side. Well, it's all. I, I, it's I don't still see. True. I, I don't see how that's possible. Well, I've I've seen you. Play, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, I'm okay. Not you don't about see you. how it's possible, no, but I'm just warning you, you that it is because I've been. No, there. no, I'm not talking about. You know what? You're talking about good and bad. I am not talking about good or bad. If you have a bad bass player, sure it can crash. If you have a bad drum, I'm not talking about good and bad here. I'm not talking about good or bad. That's what you don't seem to get. It's not about good or bad. It's somebody who doesn't understand the concept. He can be a great player, but he doesn't understand the concept. It still comes he won't down get to it. good and bad. No, it does not. It does sure not. It does. No, it doesn't. I don't I'm, understand what your point is. Okay, I'll because, try to explain okay, it to okay, you. Okay, so you don't like a guy that'll sit there and do the groove over and over again. You want a guy that'll interact with you and do more things. So that's good and bad. 
That is good and bad. No. Well, that's that's kind of... Well, well, it's a difference in it's concept. It's good and bad for the concept, but it's not doesn't mean he's not a good player. Well, th that's exactly what you're dealing with yeah. with the changes, though. A guy who, like, can play the notes and play time, but doesn't get the feel right. and doesn't understand how it's work. That's, that's not music. You know, well, that's good that, and bad, or that's that a, just doesn't get the concept. That's the same well, fucking I don't, thing. I don't think it is. No, I think he's just I saying do. you can get through the is. gig... You can get you know, through the gig and the integrity of the music songs, still stands. Se. The songs are the songs. No, 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 no. I disagree with you. I don't. I totally I don't. disagree. Because I've done too many jazz gigs and have people applaud me and go, that was the greatest thing what in the if, world. I'm not you talking know, about what we're, people we're, think. I'm talking about what you know. What I know, and I'm saying the same thing. I've had gigs where I've played with questionable bass players and drummers, and we made it through a set of standards, and everybody was happy. Even me. Right. I've gone like, okay. So then it was I can, good. I can, it, or it was okay. It was, it was okay. Okay. Yeah. And you've yeah. had it with one chord vamps where it was okay. No. And when it was it good. It seems like it's it either bad. really bad or really good. It doesn't have too much of a middle I, yeah, sorry, middle I, ground. It's either gonna it's either something really creative is gonna happen or it's gonna fall flat because no one did what they were supposed to do, which is keep their ears open and make this one chord jam into more than it is. Well, I'm going to tell you that's yeah, the exact right. same feeling I have with the music with changes. I don't. I don't never feel that 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 way with changes. Well, I'm telling you, I don't. That's what I, I mean. Feel. I've played with I've played with bass players and drummers who can play better on changes than others. You know, but it did not affect my personal playing. Like, I was still able to play, you know, as long as a guy pl can keep a beat and play in time and the bass player plays the right changes, I'm able to play my thing on the guitar and I might have a good night or a bad night, but it doesn't affect me nearly as badly as if I'm I on like a one it. chord gig where people don't understand what they're okay, supposed to do. Okay, we're just going to have to disagree. Yeah, we'll just agree to because, disagree on that. Because concept. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's like, you know, uh, I really think, in a different way. I really think you guys should just yeah. take it outside. Yeah. No, no, uh, Bruce. I, I think, I think honestly, and, and I'm not trying to be rude or I'm not trying to say anything, but I no. think I hear a little bit of inexperience talking of having to do this night after night after night after night after night on a two-month tour. Uh, I don't think you've ever experienced that of the one chord of the one chord thing. thing. I don't think you have the experience to even tell me what's hard or what's not. I don't think you have it. You've pretty much played standards your whole career. Well, no, 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 so, no, wait a minute. So, standards, but what you mean by standards, that's you're, well, wrong. Songs, you're wrong there. Songs, songs. Songs, you're right, you're right. Songs. One, one chord vamps, I haven't done, a, you're right. I'm I just telling you, I'm just, it's harder than you think it is. Huh. It's harder oh, than you me, think I, it is. And, and no, for a second, I, I've told you, mm -hmm. and I've even said on this podcast in the last hour and a half, is this a how much it's hard. But... I disagree with you in your flipping the paradigm the way you are. Sorry. Okay. Well, that, that's you, we can disagree to disagree yeah. or agree to disagree. You know, no, no, and, and I'm not for a minute saying that I don't see how hard it is and I don't want to do it and, and I don't even get the point of it, but that's a different thing. <laughs> You know, you know yeah. that's a different yeah. thing. Yes. You know, I mean, I mean, I like it for dancing, I guess. But you know, <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm just telling you. Like you, what for dancing? One, one chord, chord in, a, in a in a group. Oh wait, wait. wait. Now yeah. we're talking about James Brown. We talking <laughs> yeah. About? Okay. Yeah. Fucking James yeah. Brown. Yeah. But actually, James but, Brown had more than one chord. But you know what, Bruce? I think you may be misunderstanding what I'm saying. I I'm, think I, I am. I think <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm hoping I am. I'm. I am talking about. I am talking about. 
the success or failure of a gig. I'm not talking about what you come away with thinking, oh, that was either good or bad. That has nothing to do with it. And you think that I'm thinking, or you think that I'm trying to get in your head and going, oh, the bass player and drummer weren't the kind of professionals that I'm used to playing with, so I'm coming off this gig going, this gig sucks. I wouldn't blame you if you thought that. I've thought the same thing. What I'm talking about is, was the gig a success? Was right. the songs the songs were played, people heard them, you played your solos, they played their shitty solos, but nobody knew any better, and the gig was a success. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's, That's my all point. I'm saying, too. That's all my point. That's You're saying, saying the gig's too. not a success if you don't have the greatest bass player and drummer in the world. No. I'm saying if, it, if the music doesn't come off as a cohesive, communal experience that's creative. That's what's a success to me. To, yeah, okay. Okay, I, so I whether agree. it's one chord or 5,000 chords, mm -hmm. the same criteria exists. That's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, no, I, I agree and with I that. I have played one chord gigs. I haven't mm -hmm. done two months of it. Mm -hmm. You know, no one would probably want me to do it. No one wants me to do it. Nor would want me, nor would I want to. So I've never, I mean, I've played a lot of, Three chord gigs mm -hmm. for two months. That's not the same. That's changes. That's three changes and changes. Two, I've even it's played five. two chords. Two chord chords gigs. don't count either. <laughs> oh, That's okay. two chords. Okay. But, and I've played a lot of one chord experiences yeah. numerous times in my mm -hmm. life. And and I'm just saying, when I come off, to me, to me, what I mean by success and failure is when I walk off the bandstand, that we, the music communally, Whoever it was, two, mm -hmm. one, five, twenty people got together, made something happen, and and you know, and things happened, you know, and and that's to me how I judge every experience okay. I have, and the reason I do that is so that I can learn from it and get better tomorrow. Okay, then let me let me you know what having heard you just say and I know that, that sounds let really me hippie. no 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 let me rephrase what I said and then I think you'll agree with me because you're disagreeing with me now but I think if I rephrase it yeah. you will agree with me Okay. because I totally agree with what you just said in that aspect that you're talking about right now doesn't matter whether you're playing a million chords or one okay. I am totally in agreement with you okay. but I think you missed my point okay I guess maybe I, I did yes I do think you missed my point Lay it because, on me. because and I'll try to figure out a way to say this um from the audience's perspective, I'm talking about from the audience's perspective, those tunes were played. They might have been played the way you wanted to play them, but right. those tunes were played. The melodies were heard, because right. you're the guy playing the melodies. You know, the melodies were heard, the tunes came off, they started, they ended, right. and everything sounded pretty okay to the audience, especially because you're a great guitar player and you were playing. Maybe there wasn't a lot of communication on stage, but a lot of jazz doesn't have communication. A lot of jazz is just the drummer playing fucking straight quarter notes on a cymbal and a bass player playing a walking bass line, and there's no fucking communication. Exactly. It's just a guy playing a groove on a bass and drums and the guy taking a solo, and there's a lot of fucking jazz just like that. And the audience doesn't fucking know the difference sometimes between the kind of gig you're talking about where everybody's communicating and having a wonderful interactive time or just dead jazz like I just right, described. Right. On a one-chord gig, it doesn't happen like that. Everybody knows when it sucks. 
when it just goes on and on and on and nothing happens and we're all pissed off because we know nothing's happening and we're just trying to get something to happen that never does and the thing is so banal and just like unsuccessful that not only do we know it, the audience knows it. And you can tell by when they go... <laughs> There's a difference. That's man. what they do at jazz games. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> when it's really good. Saying, okay, There's okay, a difference. Okay, a cup. Okay, yes. Except, <laughs> except, and here's where we have a problem. It's like how you can't mm. trust the audience. They don't know shit. Right. Well, and yeah, the fact is, is like I have been in the audience hearing you play over a one chord vamp, and like slay the world, and go even back to the fucking band room and have to be your shrink because you were about to kill yourself when it was earth shatteringly beautiful music uh, well, I and don't I'm, know a about fucking, that. I'm a fucking uh, intelligent listener yeah, I'm a guy uh, that was paying attention here and you're sitting there back there nothing happened yeah. and it was fucking brilliant no I've had so that you're like the worst fucking person to even <laughs> answer that I, I've had that experience where with, with tribal and I'm point. not a dumb motherfucker right, here no, I, I was you. and this happened in the right. last month motherfucker oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no well, we you got me there we've I mean, known like argue with that. we've known these 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 situations like that. I remember a couple times you know suddenly I don't know what the hell like me and Willis and Kirk you know would come off the the bandstand after that whatever we just played mm -hmm. and we're all going like shit that was really you know like what was that that was really interesting that was great and <laughs> when it comes to you you're like well that sucked that's the worst shit i've ever been a part of and we're just like weren't you just that we didn't did you now hold it kenzie Kinsey, okay. I got a, I got a okay. question for you. I got a question. Yeah, now, this is good. And we're like, what? What, what, what are you guys about? thinking when he comes off stage mm. and he's really happy when the, on those rare moments? No, I, it, it has happened. In a, in a is everyone of times, on the same page then? No, even with, even with his solo, sometimes there, there would be like one where I would just go, damn, like I've heard him every night for like weeks. That was a great one. And he'll still come off and go, nah, that was terrible. And like maybe the next night, I'll kind of go, well, yeah, that was cool, but kind of like the other ones a little bit. And you'll be like, no, I really feel like I played good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, so basically okay. we all agree that Scott's <laughs> interpretation is Scott's got mental again, problems. Again, 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 and I who am I to say? Who am I to say? But like, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, well, well, you know, I mean, I, this is my point. <laughs> is that why he plays <laughs> so exactly good? exactly my because point. Because he's so hard it's on like, himself. You just maybe, do, you maybe. just do your best. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes then tomorrow we, sometimes, you do you better. But is there some? Is there? Is there? Trying too hard sometimes. Very much. Yeah. That's the biggest problem of all. <laughs>